Hi there. Today, let's do a slow news podcast so that you can practice your English understanding. I'll select some news stories from the last week, some of which you may be familiar with, and you can practice your understanding. Great new real world vocabulary for you. That is my piggy bank from childhood. It's one place to put your money, one way of banking. But in reality, most of us use actual banks. Let's get into a shocking news story about banking. And stay with me until the end of this podcast. I will be offering a fun comparison between two vastly different movies, both released in the UK this week. Imagine Barbie and Oppenheimer competing for audience attention. So, a chance to learn more about popular culture and expand your vocabulary related to cinema and film reviews. And stay tuned to the end of this podcast to know my personal opinion on these movies and some interesting facts about them. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. Before we get started, let's break a common myth. You don't need to know thousands of words to start speaking English. Surprised? Research shows that the most frequently used 500 words account for up to 80% of English conversation. Now, imagine if you had these 500 words at your fingertips, ready to go. It would be a magic key to unlock basic conversation in English. So we have prepared a special listen and learn course covering these 500 words. It's on our website at adeptenglish.com. Go check it out. If you're just starting to speak English as well as understanding it, it can be a game changer for you. To our first news story then, it's about something we use daily but rarely talk about, banking. And perhaps you've heard of Nigel Farage, the MEP, or used to be, and staunch campaigner for Brexit, a very divisive figure. His recent argument with a bank in the UK, NatWest, has stirred up a big controversy. Vocabulary? Banking? It's all about the industry of banks and the ability to use banks. That's banking. Where we store our money. What does divisive mean? D-I-V-I-S-I-V-E. Well, when someone or something divides opinion, causes disagreement, we say it's divisive. So our Mr. Farage is indeed Marmite. People love him or hate him. Nigel Farage was an influential campaigner for Brexit, but also when he was an MEP, he was the one who told Herman von Rumpy, president of the European Council, you have the charisma of a damp rag. Farage was also very insulting about Belgium and about Herman Van Rompuy's inflated EU salary. Farage is not afraid of saying what he thinks then. So post-Brexit in the UK, Farage is a divisive figure. Many people worry that his views on immigration edge into racism. Anyway, the news story was that he was debanked by a division of the NatWest Bank in the UK. The division called Coots, C-O-U-T-T-S. 
Imagine if you were debanked. Now, NatWest is one of the main banks in the UK and one which had to be rescued by the government in the banking crisis of 2008. So the taxpayer still has a 39% share in NatWest Bank, which makes it a little bit more accountable, shall we say. It must justify its actions. And the division of NatWest called Coops and there's a fair bit of snobbery around this one. It used to be known as the Queen's Bank. And Coots is basically where rich people put their money. The bank that rich people use. You have to have a minimum amount before you can bank with Coots. Anyway, Coots took the decision to debank Nigel Farage to cancel him as a banking customer, if you like. The head of NatWest, Dame Alison Rose, when questioned discussed the reasons with a BBC news reporter, breaking the first rule of banking, namely that people's details and accounts be held confidential. That's C-O-N-F-I-D-E-N-T-I-A-L, meaning that you don't share customer details with anyone. Apparently, it was because of Nigel Farage's political views, which were not consistent with Coots' values. And this was why he was debanked. Anyway, a whole storm blew up. Dame Alison Rose has had to resign from her senior role running NatWest Bank. She was paid £5.25 million in her salary last year. But she can't take banking services away from someone, argued Nigel Farage, because you don't agree with their political viewpoint. You may or may not like Nigel Farage, but I think he's right on this one. And he did receive an apology from the BBC. In an age where we seem to be heading away from the concept of cash, C-A-S-H, which means coins and notes, and going headlong towards digital currency, this sort of thing just underlines the power that the banks would have over our lives if digital currency were the only currency. Surely you can't refuse someone a bank account because you disagree with them. If you know the series Black Mirror, great for English language practice, this sounds a little bit like one of their plots, their plot lines around social credit, perhaps. Second news story. Among nearly 200 nations worldwide, only four enforce drug trafficking-related death penalties. So the BBC News website reported this week that Singapore executed its first woman in 20 years for drug trafficking. Vocabulary? To execute, E-X-E-C-U-T-E, -E, means to put to death, to kill, in other words. A drug trafficker? means someone who brings illegal drugs into a country. So this execution drew attention and protest in Singapore because it was a woman being executed. Sawidui Jamani, age 45, was found guilty of trafficking heroin, H-E-R-O-I-N, in 2018. It's less unusual for men to be executed for drug trafficking in Singapore, but the protest is really against the death penalty. A death penalty means there's an option for the courts to sentence to death. So Singapore has some of the world's toughest penalties for drug trafficking. They can even execute traffickers for bringing in cannabis. That's C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S. 
if they bring more than half a kilo into the country. Strange, because in parts of the US, cannabis is actually legal, though I do think there is evidence of harm, H-A-R-M, with cannabis. It's not a completely innocuous drug. Not as bad as heroin, though. The death penalty is seen by many as too much, too harsh. British businessman Richard Branson saw fit to make comment. He gave his opinion on Twitter saying, Small-scale drug traffickers need help as most are bullied due to their circumstances. Or should I say X rather than Twitter, as Elon Musk seems to have renamed it this week. Anyway, Amnesty International also commented, saying that alongside China, Iran and Saudi Arabia, Singapore is one of only four countries to have recently carried out drug-related executions. What about movies that are showing this summer in the US and the UK? Two very different films were released this week. My daughter went with her friends to see Barbie or The Barbie Movie, and my son went with a friend to see Oppenheimer. Two more different movies you couldn't imagine. And the term Barbenheimer has been invented to represent the competition between these two films. I think you probably know who or what Barbie is. An American doll sold since 1959 by US company Mattel and known the world over. It's estimated that there are a billion Barbie dolls in circulation around the world. That's a scary thought. And there's her relationship with Ken too. Barbie and Ken are a famous couple. So yes, when my daughters were growing up, there were Barbie dolls around our house. For a period of time, every Christmas, the latest toy from Mattel would appear on their Christmas lists. They didn't always get it either. It often looked like a lot of plastic to me, at an inflated price too. And with the emphasis too much on appearance, Barbie was also around when I was growing up. I did have at least one Barbie doll, but my parents were resistant. They found Barbie too plastic, too American, too pink, too appearance focused rather than education and achievement focused, which was what they wanted. They preferred to buy me the more English Rose doll called Cindy. Well, it seems that those parental values did rub off on me, as I've always been slightly Barbie resistant and had gritted teeth around my daughter's Barbie dolls. However, in recent years, Mattel have responded to criticism that Barbie didn't represent real women. And they've produced Barbie dolls with a hearing aid, a prosthetic leg and a wheelchair. More recently, Mattel released a Barbie with Down syndrome to make its range more diverse. They are trying then. And the reason for the Barbie movie may be more to do with falling sales of the toy, falling sales of the doll. Anyway, Barbie persists and it seems that the Barbie movie will do quite well. People dress up as Barbie to go and see it. The other film on offer, Oppenheimer. This stars Irish actor Cillian Murphy, the star of the British TV series Peaky Blinders, if you know that one. And Oppenheimer is playing to great reviews. My son enjoyed it too. The film is the story of American physicist J. Robert Oppenheimer, who was instrumental in developing the first nuclear weapons as part of the Manhattan Project. Robert Oppenheimer was friend of Albert Einstein, 
He was also Jewish, so part of his motivation to develop the bomb was the fear that the Germans would develop it first. When the bomb was developed, Harry S. Truman used it against Hiroshima and Nagasaki to force Japanese surrender in World War II. This put Oppenheimer into the public eye as the father of the atomic bomb. Oppenheimer never got over the guilt around what he'd invented and being the scientist behind that mass destruction. He referred to himself, I am become death, destroyer of worlds. This is a quote from Hindu scripture, the Bhagavad Gita. And the use of this quotation has met with controversy in India. So which of these films would you watch? My choice, Oppenheimer every time. It wouldn't be Barbie. But Deep Breath, the film Oppenheimer is three hours long. I'd have to psych myself up before going to see that one. Anyway, that's my roundup of last week's news. Let us know how you found this podcast. And don't forget to listen to it a number of times until you understand all the words. It's not just about understanding the words, but also the rhythm, the intonation and the accent of British English. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.